You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another edition of the Mystery Crate. I'm Chris Whittingham. Now... Part of the shipping container. Am I part of it? Am I part of this? I I sometimes feel like you know I, I've been embraced by you guys. You guys have been great, but I don't know if like it, you know inheriting that moniker is something that I can give myself. It has to be ordained. I think you're part of the shipping container, Chris Whittingham. Give me a hug. Give me a Zoom hug. Right, a zug. Yeah. <laughs> ah, look at us. All right. So Roy, Billy, and Chris is here, and we're here to bring you today's edition of the Mystery Crate, which is a rebrand. The B, 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 I think I got enough B's in there, is rebranding Billy today Rebr- to what? Rebranding. What? Hey. Rebranding. Um, you know, we trying something new today with some friends from the past, not all of them. Uh, we're going to try something something new, a little, a little new podcast project that wasn't very helpful, I don't think. Do you guys have ring lights? This is unrelated to that. Do you guys have ring lights at all? No, but I've, I've wanted one throughout the pandemic. We do a lot of uh, Zoom videos for Chelsea Mic'd Up, and I've, I think that my face needs lighting. But then I'm kind of wondering if I do get one, then is it going to really, you know, expose all the bad parts of my face? I want less and lighting. Is, yeah, I is, want is, less is light. the shadow good for me? And I, I decided on that. Hmm. So you've got no ring light. I use, I don't have a ring light, but it's sort of a ring light, but it Mm -hmm. turns itself off after a couple minutes. And then I thought, should I get a ring light? Because sometimes it's kind of dark and I know that like they'll repurpose the, uh, the zoom calls from the show sometimes for like social media clips. And I don't want to look like awful. So I want to get it, but I also have the situation with my glasses. See there where it's the the ring light off the glasses and it looks odd. And then it's a thing where do I get one with a tripod and then I put the, like the camera or whatever (laughs) in the middle and I'm going to do that. And so I want to invest in that. And how much longer are we going to be doing this setup? Roy seems like a ring light guy. Yeah. I'm sorry I tuned out. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, wow. The other day when we did the Twitch stream from the studio, uh, I didn't realize that they were going to fire up the television lights. And I was very self-conscious about I mean, my forehead was glistening in the in the uh in, in the television lighting i needed to bring like some powder some makeup with me and it's like really i i have to go into work armed with makeup so that i can not have my forehead shine and and, and distract the viewing audience so we in the history of the show had two main makeup artists we'd have some people come in uh from time to time and fill in we had myra and then myra was replaced by lucio at one point and lucio uh was great and so was Myra, by the way. I was gonna say. <laughs> no, no, Myra. Myra was great, um, and she's the one that made me look like Stitches the time that we did that. But she would like get really into it, and like sometimes some of the makeup projects would take like two hours, and it's like, all right, well, I know we're trying to make this perfect, but we got it. Yeah, we got to get this going because the show's already halfway done. <laughs> uh, but you know, to Myra and Lucio's professionalism, they wanted it to look perfect. 
Um, all of that is to say, they'd come in and they'd do makeup on Dan, Stugat, and Mike, and the rest of us, they're like, yeah, you guys could just look like crap. It doesn't really matter. You're far <laughs> enough away that uh, you don't you don't really need makeup. Well, in our defense, it was really Dan and Stu she was doing it to, and then Mike kind of inserted himself into the makeup chair. Mm. So it wasn't like, it, uh, I feel like our room was never really supposed to get makeup, but, you know, Mike was just like, I'm close. This camera is so close to my face that I need makeup. Roy, did you ever get, did you ever get powder applied? No. Really? How come? <laughs> Don't, didn't need it. But you were just as close to the the camera as Mike was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that's, I don't know. That's I guess that's vanity on his part. I just oh don't wow. feel like uh, I needed. I, I learned I learned when I was at uh, CBS Interactive. I was doing web videos there. I had to do my own makeup every day, and I learned about the various kinds. And uh, there is translucent. Uh, like kind of powder that allows you to like to, to completely get rid of shine, and so I, I was wondering if maybe they, they they threw some on Roy. It's funny to see like I guess the different budgets of like local TV studios and like just studios makeup things in general. Because when we would do Sports Bang, Stugatz and Goldie and Amber would take their own like makeup and they they'd apply it or whatever. And then I'd see like other local TV stations and they'd like put up like Instagram stories and stuff like that, like in the makeup chair, and I'm like what kind of budget do some of these stations have where they have like makeup artists coming and then I'll also look and it's like wardrobe provided by blah 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 and I'm like man local news I guess some people it's a great business where they have all kinds of like makeup and clothes and all that provided for them where others it's just like yeah bring your own stuff and kind of you know make yourself look presentable I, I I once did uh, the local ten Sunday sports show, Ooh. and and the news anchor had like uh, the, the news anchor that night. Who was your anchor? Who was, was, oh, I need. Well, know. I mean, it, I was on with Will Manso, and I was on with Clay Ferraro that night. But like whoever was doing the news, like the actual news, applied the makeup to me because I guess there was nobody there on a Sunday night. So <laughs> it was like it was like charity makeup. Every <laughs> single episode of Sports Bang, Amber Wilson had to put Sugatz's makeup on for him <laughs> without fail. Every single makeup, and I believe. It was her makeup that she was putting on him. Like, he didn't even go through, like, the effort of getting his own little, like, powder or whatever. I've never understood, like, <laughs> you know you need makeup. And for years, to, like, not even put in a modicum of effort into learning how, to acquiring some. Like, we, we've been trying on the, uh, like, in the studio to get Stugatz to not sign in as John Skipper on Zoom. <laughs> For three, for, for for two months, right? They they once did a sales meeting on that computer where John Skipper signed in, and since then, Stu Gatz has appeared on Zoom as John yeah. Skipper. And I try, Stu, can you sign in on Zoom yeah. so that the next time it doesn't? He's like, ah, hey, buddy, I created an account, but then you have to sign in. Yeah. And we still have not gotten to the point, and because the show moves so quickly, and then Stu goes home to nah. play golf, like it, there is not a time to take a moment to breathe so we can go. Hey, can you sign in? So you're not John Skipper every time you go into the Zoom. Yeah, yeah but he wouldn't know what shade to buy, despite ha having a wife that could you but know, like, help him I, out. But I didn't that. either. I, I walked into a Sephora at Aventura Mall and said, I know nothing. Give, oh, me what, wow. give me what I need. So hold on. Did you go just because of that appearance? Like you're like, I got to go get no, makeup. No, no, no. Like when I, when I was at CBS Interactive, like I was on television. I was on camera like yeah. four times a week. So I, I had to. So I literally just went to a Sephora. I was like, I know nothing. Can yeah. you help me? And, mm. and they they probably like significantly upsold me, but I wasn't gonna argue with them. Billy, in classic Billy fashion, you've undersold what you did with uh, the BBB crew in rate were subscribed. That review. wasn't enough bees. No, that was only three. That's like uh, you know what, people get it. People yeah, you know baseball basket. You. 
It's good to hear the band back together, Billy. The people, they want it. They want the BBB crew. I mean, have Listen, you even said, have you even told the people who's in it yet? Nah, we'll get to that. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know how much people actually want this is the thing, right? Because like, I've seen like tweets like, hey, we missed the thing. But like when we did it, it's like, I hate this. Like, stop doing it. So, you know what? This, What's I'm the highlight? This. What's the highlight? Tease me. Give me a topic that gets tackled during this that is going to excite me. Um, I was skimming through it because uh, Billy sent me a copy of it. I was skimming through it, and the first thing I heard was Charlie saying, "Have you ever pooped your pants before?" Oh, well, <laughs> so, yeah. I've actually that's, heard, appointment, I, that's appointment listening, right? I there, actually yeah. listened to the whole thing. I was just being a radio pro right there and teasing it for Billy. Hey, Billy, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. You know. I'm just dancing now. Anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So listen to it if you like it. You know, say you like it, and if you don't, uh, you know. Please don't say you don't, because I'd prefer, like, the positive feedback if possible. Also, like, if you never want to hear it in Mystery Crate again, just be like, this is so great. This should be its own thing. And then they'll just make it its own. And you never have to listen to it again. So, like it or hate it, maybe you could get rid of it. Are you, mm-hmm. like, this is the least satisfactory route to a spinoff I've ever heard, which is give something enough positive feedback so it gets a spinoff so you don't have to hear it. Well, I mean, that's not... Re- I, yes, get that. <sighs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> you want to hear it here? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, sure. Play it. Hearing it. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone, gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Rate, Subscribe, Review. I'm Billy Gill, and I'm joined by my friends, Charlie Kravitz, Charlie Hume, and Lorenzo Rodriguez. Guys, how have you been? That's my excited noise. I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm glad to see really, your smiling faces. A weird really noise. weird excited noise. We'll that make there, there is. <laughs> I'm also good. Um, I've missed doing this. The last time we did a podcast, it was under very sad circumstances. We didn't know if we were ever going to do it again. And like, I left feeling like genuinely unsettled that I was going to be losing a part of my life. And so I'm just delighted to see all of your happy, smiling faces again. So when you made that excited noise, it made me wonder, are you <gasps> someone that, um, and I don't want to be too crass, but are you someone that when you got excited would have like accidents sometimes? No, <laughs> no, I... I mean, I sometimes can't contain my excitement, but it did, never manifested in, in a little tinkle. No, 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 that. I'm not a dog, Billy. <laughs> You've never happy peed yourself, not not even once. <sighs> Maybe laughing. 
maybe laughing. laughing. What were the circumstances of that? I don't know. I don't remember. The have joke. you have you ever pooped your pants? Ooh, like just a little bit? Never. Absolutely. That's Not even gross once. And nasty. And how dare you speak of the that type of stuff? Don't bring our our brand new podcast into into the <laughs> literally. So like, come on. Are you gonna bleep that? Hey right, Billy, are you gonna set up? Let's set up. This I'm podcast. trying. Dude. I'm trying to figure out what this podcast we is. We just we haven't can try seen to set each other in so long. So Anyways. this is a new podcast. Rate, subscribe, review, and I think the idea from how we planned this out is we're all gonna rate, we're all gonna subscribe, and we're all gonna review something oh. by the end of this podcast. Well, not by the end of this podcast, because like whatever you tell me to subscribe to, I'm probably not gonna leave the podcast and do that at that time. But I think the idea is we're each gonna have one for each of those, and we'll go around and kind of you know. Learn some things. Learning. So where should we begin, Billy? I feel like we should start by rating some things. Does anyone want to go first? I have something to rate, but I don't know because now the pressure's on because this is going to be our first rate, subscribe, review submission. Why don't you just, just you randomly pick someone to start off with the rating? Randomly. That's funny. All right. (laughs) No, don't pick me. Don't pick me because my rate Lorenzo, Lorenzo, open us up with the rating. No, no, no. It's time to rate. That's like a sound effect that maybe we'll. It's time to rate. Yeah. No, no, my rate. So, I, I don't. I'm gonna set the table on this. Like, yeah, set the table. All right. Well, I had a a segment idea that I I mean, we there's only certain. So so you're not gonna rate something. No, gonna, listen, listen gonna, to me. I'm gonna explain the segment. genesis here of this idea. Off to a great idea. start. Uh, the name so of this if you are uh, just joining us, this is what's happened so review. far. They're all kind of the same three things. We had some kind of very loose conversations of what it is that we wanted to do, and we all decided, you know what, it'll be fun to kind of surprise each other. Let's not have a doc because then we're gonna know what everyone's gonna rate, subscribe, and review. And the result of that was Lorenzo sending us a bunch of segment ideas which had nothing to do with rating subscribing or reviewing it was just zo wanted to create segments for things just texting us random segments mm-hmm. like That's after we after do. we We're clearly producing. outlined this is rate subscribe review and then lorenzo was just it was almost i didn't know whether to take it seriously if he, if he texted the wrong group uh but apparently he he was very serious and he intends to unleash these segments on us right now instead of doing the, the show concept master rating Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. Before you go any further with this now, the reason I found this great. Oh wait, that's the other, that's the other file with like 10 different takes. Yeah, play that, play that file again. Play, play that file. Come on, play that file. I want to hear all the different takes. Come on, dude. Take us behind the curtains of master rating. Wait, 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 it's 42 seconds up. long. Like the best part about this is Charlie introduced this segment to you as a troll bit and you ran with it. Yeah. Yeah, L- Lorenzo wanted to introduce a segment called Mystery Rate. No, no, where no, no, one no of, wait, where wait, one wait, of us, where one of us pitches something to rate. I don't even understand what the intended payoff of the segment is, and I suggested Masterator as a spoof on that. And now Lorenzo spent forty-two seconds recording different opens for it. So here we are. I right, play the opens now. That's not how these things came about. I had these two ideas separately. You had the ideas. But I think I think it was actually Charlie Hume, Chunky Dog came up with master rating. We went from master raider to master rating. Get it? So I go, all right, let's do a master rating segment. Master rating. So master rating is basically this. Uh, everyone has listicles and top ranked lists out there, BuzzFeed. 
uh, the ring or all well, we don't need to go into specific names but everyone gets their writers and they they put them in a room and they kind of debate and argue well this was number one this is the best uh crime drama of all time this is the... in master rating we're gonna rate individual pieces of a group a series or in this case the fast and the furious film franchise <laughs> Master rating. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna rate each of the. The explanation did not sell me, but the guitar riff yeah, is. Yeah, great. So we're gonna rate so, each of Lorenzo, the are you just gonna go around pick pick one of us, and then that person no. will give you their Fast and Furious ratings? No, we are each going to give and ascribe a rating one from one through ten, Ooh. 10 the best to each of the movies. We can we can. It's basically uh, a, a, out of. There's 10, only been repeat, eight so far. Huh. Plus, plus Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, plus Hobbs and Shaw. There's nine. Well, I'm gonna get to that. There's a sp- well, an F nine comes out in May, so that's, that's ten. Correct. And there's and, and you can see ranked fourth on my are, list. You guys are missing a bunch of other stuff in there. <laughs> oh, wait, um, we're ranking them. I was giving them no, individual. No, stuff. we are giving them. There's many rating systems out there. We'll are you going one movie at a time, and we're each giving you a score? That's correct. Okay. We're wow. Tabulate all these scores, and after all that, once we get the 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 uh, the group average, we are gonna get the top. Fast and uh, Furious. This segment, not not promising off no. the jump. I gotta be honest, Lorenzo. Do you want to so. come back to this one? Yeah. Let's go. The imaging's great. Uh, oh, so maybe God. we just maybe we just stop it at the imaging, and then Billy, you just want to pick someone else to give their rating. You know what? I'll do it. You know what I want to rate? Puppy Breath. Ooh. I rate Puppy Breath eight out of ten in terms of delightful things that I encounter on a daily basis. Puppy Doesn't breath. it taste like or smell like Purina or whatever? Dog no, no, giving? no, no, no. Ironically, Billy, I'll, I'll jump off of that because my first rate, I thought it'd be, you know, a good way to jump in, get everyone involved. Since all of us are fathers here, I have Dobby. Humans? Billy has Dopey. Charlie has Max. Lorenzo has Violet and Arnold the Furminator. Why well, is called her Violet? Is Violet his daughter's not? I just name. adopted Pablo's, Pablo's daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I just completed daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Rose, Violet, they're both flowers. They're both flowers. Oh, apologies, Pablo. True. Um, true. <laughs> I wanted to rate the first month of fatherhood. When you have oh. a new puppy and it's mm. learning things and you love it, but it's also a menace. I give that four paws up. Oh, wow. Four paws, paws up. up. That's a good scale. Um, wait, out of the way. Wait, what are we out of? Well, what? We, listen, Tell whatever the four you want it to be. Four whatever you want up. it to be. Four wait, wait, wait. Up. But. but Four well, paws it, up. So we're four going four paws, paws out of four don't, because don't four paws dogs up. have four don't paws. Don't ask questions. Four Charlie? paws up, all right? Okay, so I'd like, to rate, uh, I'd like to rate the cheesy gordita crunch. Ooh. Mm. I've been kind of tired of like my like standard, typical Taco Bell order, and I kind of wanted to switch it up. So I asked the young woman working the drive-thru if she could explain to me what a cheesy gordita crunch is because I saw it on the menu and never ordered it. What it is is it's a hard shell taco – it's wrapped in a soft piece of flatbread. It's topped with a three cheese melted blend and it's stuffed with meat, spicy ranch sauce, lettuce, and cheddar. Okay. So that sounds pretty delicious at face value. But then she gets done explaining to me and she says, do you want to know a secret? I was like, yeah, obviously I want to know a secret. She said, it's way better if you substitute a Doritos Locos taco shell for a regular shell. Wow. And I did it and it's maybe the best thing I've ever had at a Taco Bell. And I give that 57 pumpkins. 
Wow, fifty-seven pumpkins. Fifty-seven pumpkins. Wait, 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 wait. Fifty-seven though. First off, fifty-seven pumpkins. Fifty-seven. No, I, I should, I should explain this. I should explain this a little bit because. Yes, please do. Because Lorenzo was suggesting different rating systems in our group text, and he suggested pumpkins. Thematic. I thought that's a brilliant idea. For Halloween. You can decide how how large the size of the pumpkin patch is. 57 pumpkins can be really good, depending on the size of that patch. That's 57 pumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. That's all the pumpkins in that patch. I'm I'm still, despite these flawed rating systems, uh, we can't go back to puppy dog breath. Like, can't we? Don't we all each rate puppy dog breath? No. A different, yeah, Dopey wants to rate dog breath. Or which dog was that? I can't tell. Whose dog? That's so that's everyone's ratings, huh? That's uh, master that's all the ratings. rating. Yeah. No, that's not master rating. That's, that's master rating. No, we just did it. I wanted your Tokyo Drift uh, rating. I'm not gonna lie, Charlie. The Taco Bell thing. That sounds incredible. I think we're a podcast that loves Taco Bell, and the fact that. I'd never have thought to mix and match there. I, I feel like so many of the ingredients are crossovers into different things that the concept of a sort of a hybrid item, it's genius. I think at one point Taco Bell had just seven main ingredients and all of their items were some swap of all those seven main ingredients. I don't think that's the case any longer. And I, I say that because that's the first time I've ever had Taco Bell's spicy ranch sauce. Yeah, And that was just a, a complete game changer because you think you're stuck with just the basic mild to fire, whatever sort of scale they leave you with. Spicy or delicious anyway. whatever flavor. Yeah, highly recommend it. Have you guys ever gone down to Taco Bell internet rabbit hole and read about the, the apocryphal stories about the meat hose? Oh, wait, oh. the meat hose is the thing that they just kind of pull down. Yeah. Yeah, Allegedly, them, their, right? their ground beef is in sort of a rotating tub, similar to like a, a like laundry a bin. Like and meat. there's like a hose that they can hose the meat out of. And the truck comes and delivered, wow. delivers their meat daily. And I've done a ton of research oh, on, yeah. on I've, the meat I've hose. I've seen it. I've You've seen, seen the meat hose. Well, wait, is it, it real? It's not like, a, it's, Charlie, it's not a hose. Isn't it more like a like a caulking gun? Like I, I know they have the guac oh. gun. Wait, I think that that's the sour cream. That that's the meat hose. That it's like a caulking gun. I thought so. Wow, I've never seen it. Well, Zoe just said he's seen it. I've seen it in the back. I don't think there's anything that could stop me from eating Taco Bell. No, no, like, there's nothing that could stop me. me. It's yep. full transparency of what it is. What were you doing had, in the uh, back of a Taco Bell, Zoe? It wasn't in the back of a Taco Bell. I just looked back. I saw people preparing the the, the food. You want to. Sometimes take a peek at how, how the... I don't believe for a yeah, second Billy. that they're preparing tacos with a hose that you can see. Do we think Lorenzo's lying here? 57 pumpkins that Lorenzo's lying on this one. Pumpkins. No! 57 Master rating! Master rating! I'm not even bringing the imaging because All right, that's not the review? segment. No, subscribe. Let's subscribe. Wait, no, wait, wait. Who's subscribing first? Fast 7. What do we rate Fast 7? I give Fast 7 wait, eight Toretto wait, chains. I, there's a, there's I, I give Fast 7 four pumpkins I have it no, on my list. No, one through ten. That film one was released ten. in April 2015, in case you're wondering. I had an Excel document made. Eight out of subscribe. nine Toretto chains. Uh, Do you want to know how many pumpkins I gave Tokyo Actually, Drift, Lorenzo? I would have probably rated eight pumpkins. everything. Eight pumpkins. Wow, okay. eight pumpkins. Down from 57. Uh, oh, Different patch, though, yeah. yeah that's I, true. I, uh, we Lorenzo, were... I gave all the films a 10 because I wanted to drag up the net rating. 
Thank you. I'll I'll put yours in then as all tens, and even Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, honestly, I thought about giving that too one. Too Fast and Furious is one of my because it was in Miami, and I was like, I'll give that one a zero because it upset Lorenzo. Zero. I had to give it a production yes. of Tyrese. I had to give it. Yeah, you have, uh, you have Paul Walker saying character. it's about to get thick real quick. It's a yeah. great, great movie. Is Furious Seven supposed to be like a takeoff on uh, the Magnificent Seven or something like that? That's their own little play on it. I think so. Or it's also alliteration. They're all about alliteration on these. But there's no alliteration. Furious Seven, 7 is alliteration in well, what world? Just like it's just nice. Your understanding of it. alliteration is too pumped. Listen, heads. listen, man. I haven't seen all these stupid movies, and I thought, hey, we can kick things off. It's nothing to do with alliteration, though. You two people would have loved no Fast Furious. That's Master alliteration. That's Furious Seven. Continents. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Well. Master rating. Fast five. Fate great. great segment, Lorenzo. Master Guys, I have a question. How would you rate this segment? Two pumpkins. Two pumpkins as well. Pumpkins, yeah. yeah. It's low. It's low. Two, two pumpkin segment. How about some subscriptions? Should we subscribe to some things? Let's, let's subscribe to some things. Mm. Chucky, why don't you start us off? What should we subscribe to? Let me tell you, you should be subscribing to the theory that... The Los Angeles Times has paid Twitter a significant sum of money to only feature their articles on the Explore tab. No wonder. It feels like every time I look at the Explore tab of Twitter, it's always Los Angeles Times articles. And in my mind, I equate this to like when the Athletic launched. And it was like you kept clicking on athletic articles and you would like mindlessly read the first paragraph and there's like the paywall and you're like, oh my God, not again. This is driving me nuts. And eventually, because it was things I wanted to read about, it was important for work, good writing, all the above. It's like, I'll pay the money, the athletic. I have a subscription now. It's well worth it. Except that with the Los Angeles Times, I don't care about these dumb stories on the Explore page but I still get frustrated when I get paywalled after a paragraph. So I, it's, it's like a, it's a never ending frustrating experience. And I don't really know what to do about it. And say, Los Angeles times you, I'm sorry, I'm not going to pay for a subscription, but your headline editors are doing a great job. And that's, that's what you just subscribe to. There you go. But wait, you haven't subscribed to the LA times. Well, that's right. Maybe you shouldn't subscribe. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was a second layer here. Krabs, what do you got for a subscription? I have a subscribe and I have an unsubscribe. Wow. I subscribe to Beckett online, which is something I used to subscribe to as a magazine in person. Beckett is a card valuation service Mm. for like sports trading cards, Pokemon cards. With this whole boom of NBA Top Shot trading cards, I had to go back and look in my parents' basement at all the old trading cards they had. The problem is the info on what those cards are worth now is not like publicly available. You can try and get valuations on eBay, but... It's way easier if you can just type the service into Beckett. And guys, I know it's mainstream, but it's been incredibly nostalgic and fun to look through old binders of cards and be like, oh my God, there's a Kenny Lofton card from 1997. How much money do you estimate is in your collection? So it's the gem. The gem that I found that I had in a top loader case, a 1996, and I think it's in great condition, tops Kobe Bryant rookie card. Wow. wow. Sending out to be graded. I don't even know what I want to do with it. I don't feel like selling it. Like these cards were like right. really important to me, but it's like, it's nice to go back and think it's like, it has recreated the feeling of opening the packs I did on my birthdays for ages seven to 13. And that has been great. And so yeah. I know that like, there are a bunch of like 
sort of guys who are reveling online and talking about how much money they're going to make off of that. But for me, it's just the feeling of getting to look at all these things again that I used to love and of getting to love again. I've thought a lot about that feeling. I'm calling that nostalgia. Oh, it's like all of these feelings. Ooh, I like that. Again, as the, as the pandemic is sort of coming to a close, I'm going to have nostalgia the first time I hang out with all of you guys in person. Oh, are we getting together then and all like just buying a, a, a bunch of tops cards and or upper deck cards and just seeing what we No one suggested that. Why don't we? I'm still listening, Lorenzo. Huh? I mean, I would, we could do that. Sure. We could do that. So what are you subscribing to, bud? I'm subscribing to Space Exploration. Oh. Uh, while we were gone, a monumental moment in the human experience occurred when we went to Mars again. That's right. We went back in 1996, but we forget about that with the uh, the... Pathfinder uh, Sojourner uh, Expedition, but we now have Mars Perseverance. That's right. We are persevering. We have gone back to Mars. I don't know about you, but there's no elation like NASA nerd elation. And if you're watching the the riveting uh, uh, sp- landing of the of the Perseverance rover on Mars on the, on the landscape of Mars, it was thrilling. It was cool, but it took it up to another notch because of all the all the people just hugging and embracing in the middle of a pandemic at NASA headquarters uh, once it landed. You know what I loved when it happened? This is like, I don't know, maybe seven years ago now. Uh, the guy who jumped out of space, Felix Baumgartner. Oh, yeah. That was sweet. I dressed up as that guy for Halloween, and I also jumped off a roof and broke my foot. Actually, Wait. I didn't break my foot. It was a bad sprain. But What? You know, I dressed up as Felix Baumgartner for Halloween and went to a Halloween party and jumped off a roof. And then I was on crutches for like a day. Because I thought I broke my foot. Wow, that's pretty serious. Roof onto a what? Like, what well, it, it, I thought it was going to be worse. It was my foot was really bruised, and then I just like didn't do anything for a week, and I started playing basketball again, and it hurt. But I just like never. I just didn't want to get it looked at because I didn't want to go to the doctor's office and be like, "How how did you do this?" Well, I dressed up in a onesie as the guy who jumped out of space for Red Bull, and then I jumped off a roof. I was did anyone ask, know who you were? A Red Bull guy, right? Uh. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I probably just told a lot of people. I got like one of those, like, you know, the foam helmets they wear for yeah. like boxing or UFC sports. I got one of those and I, and I taped a Red Bull logo on the side. And then I got like an iron on Red Bull patch and I ironed it onto this like white onesie. And I bought a pair of white moon boots. And uh, it was a really comfortable costume. And How this is like uh... central Connecticut. So it was like cold that time of year. So it like kept me warm the whole party. It's great, man. How many Red Bull vodkas went into the decision to jump off the roof? Yeah, that's a Free good question. Uh, yeah, I I didn't not drink Red Bull and vodka. I'd that night. I'd say it that way probably. Did you go into that night thinking, you know what? At some point, I'm gonna have to jump off a roof for like the people there were like, you know what, Felix or whatever your name was. It's time to jump. You got to jump off the roof now. Not only did I go into that night like openly announcing that I was going to do a space jump at some point that night. There were like <laughs> numerous of my friends who were assigned to making sure that I didn't do a space jump. And then I broke away for one moment, found a good spot on the roof to do it and did a space jump. It was, uh, it was pretty daring stuff. Me and Felix, you know, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Billy, we haven't got your subscription yet. Well, I've, I, you know, I, I'm almost embarrassed to do it now because you guys had good subscriptions and mine was just going to be an actual subscription. It's going to say Paramount Plus is something Ooh. that we we'll subscribe to. Yes. But I think oh, I took it too literally. Go. No, 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 no. Go, go. What are you excited to watch on Paramount Plus? Wait, wait. 
So wait, wait go. No, go ahead, Zo. I have one big question because <laughs> I I subscribed uh, for the free trial of CBS All Access. Yeah. Yes. How does this differ? to Paramount Plus? It's a great question. I don't work for them, so I don't have that exact answer for you. I was basically just, well, no, I was going to say, well, okay, but it started like this week, so I don't have all the information. You're really selling me on the subscription, Billy. Well, I I didn't even let him talk yet. (laughs) Touche, touche. I just wanted people to subscribe to CBS All Access because I love it because they got all of the Comedy Central content. They got Nickelodeon, BET, MTV, mm-hmm. CBS. They got everything. You could watch every episode of The Challenge ever, which I know that we're fans of The Challenge. That you can see all of these great shows. And now I guess they merge with Paramount Pictures and there's over 30,000 episodes and movies available. And there's going to be movies, I guess, they would have put in theaters that you could see there now. So I feel like if I already love CBS All Access, it became Paramount Plus. It's going to be even better than before. And also, I don't know what portion of our audience uh, is like the the, the people that are, uh, they go on the message boards for their college sports teams. So like if you are a subscriber to a website that's on the 24-7 sports network, like Inside Carolina, guess what? You get Paramount Plus for free. Wow. But you didn't wow. know that. So maybe there's some fans. Go go run to your message board now. See you from the 24-7. You probably already know that. But you get free Paramount Plus. You probably already signed up for it. And we got the Challenge OG season coming. We got the old guys. I'm going to feel so bad for them watching I know, that. but it's, I mean, it's going to... Do we, do, do, really? can we do five quick minutes on the, on this season of the challenge? Yes. Oh, God. Yes, I've been waiting months for this. Please. Oh. I mean, maybe one of us can review it. Yeah, let's review <laughs> this. Well, I can't because I have a different review. But one of you could, potentially. I do have a second rating segment. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. What's so. that one? <laughs> I'd just like What's... to point out to you, though, that we left rating already. We were, in, we're ending <laughs> subscribe. Oh, wait, Lorenzo, tell me about the second rating segment. You're just going to poke holes in. My second segment is called Mystery Rate. And how does this work? An homage to Mystery Crate, the podcast that we're currently on. It's called Mystery Rate. So the way this works is every week. Why did you make a song for the other one, but not for that one? Because it's it's an old '60s Milton Bradley game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna toy with Milton Bradley. Um, and they're uh, great baseball players. Yeah, no. yeah, kind of a hot. This Hardworth, check Beckett. I'll check Beckett yeah. now. Uh, so Mystery Rate. Very simple. You remember the old game Mafia? Yes. Where one yep. person is Mafia, and then everyone has to guess who that Mafia member is. Why didn't you just say Among Us since you've made us play that game together? And it's we more... didn't really play. You started playing, and then took off halfway through, and you ruined you ruined a perfectly good round of Among Us. Let everyone know that Billy just likes to poo poo everything, uh, including Among Us. Uh, mystery rate. One of us gets randomly selected as the picker for the week. That person let's a independent member of our audience Zoe's wife my wife yeah. <laughs> uh know what said selection is and the next episode we us four and the audience get to review and experience this brand new entity item it could be a movie it could be a docu-series it could be an album or a YouTube video like this week's submission is. And we have to guess at the end of it all, who is the picker? Wait, hold on a second. I think I'm get, we're getting breaking news right now, Lorenzo. 
breaking news. I, Charlie Hume, have been selected as this week's mystery raider. Wow! That is crazy breaking news! Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Lorenzo? Why do I sign up for this? That was on the mystery raider! Can you believe it? Wow. I love this segment. I love us more than Masturator. Now we don't even need to wait until next week to find out no, who it is. Let's assume we ever do this gonna, again. I was going to mention what, what this week's selection is, but no, Charlie, you already ruined it. You already took the wind out of myself. Go ahead. What wait, is, how do what you are, know what it is, though? Because my wife told me, hey, someone chose mm. this. Leslie Nielsen's Bad Golf Made Easier. Which is hilarious, by the way. That is a great YouTube video. It's a 48-minute... What is this, a VHS? It's uh, an old VHS they recorded. Yeah, there's some good There's some I good mean, moments I, there. I freaking love Leslie. I'll tell you what. If, if someone out there listening to this watches that YouTube clip, and if you tweet us a good review, mm. then you can be next week's Mystery Raider. Oh, no, wait. We'll no, read your review on the show, and you're the Mystery Raider. I like that wrinkle, but no. Master Raider. <laughs> I love that. That's another great segment, so well done. Segment. Well done. I do love your imaging. Good good work on that. All right, guys. I got a review for you. This one has been going on for me for about a month, and it's time to review it. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Hmm. I have never been a huge Tom Brady fan. Not like I dislike the guy. Just never been like my guy. But I was struck by how incredible that was. And on a whim, I was like, you know what, Charlie? You're getting kind of fat in quarantine. It's time to check out the TB12 method. Ooh. I bought the ebook. I'm one month into Tom Brady's diet. Wow. Wait a second. Hold on a second. This it's is amazing. The TB12 lifestyle. It's what's oh, yeah. most amazing about this is you managed to hide this from us for a whole month. We haven't done a podcast in a month. Please That's tell true. us. We haven't done tell a podcast us about in two months. Review the TB12 method. This is amazing. So... I actually don't think it's as hard to do as, as like it's made out to be. Yes, you aren't eating processed foods. You're not really eating bread. You're not really eating sugar. You're not really eating dairy. That's fine. But you have pretty much, you can use whatever meats you want, whatever vegetables you want. I have not followed the no nightshades, no strawberries aspect of it, knowing that it's like supposed to be fully alkalized. So I guess I'm doing really like a TB11 method. I have not hit it perfectly on that <laughs> stuff. But some of the core principles of like, Basically, you drink half of your body weight in pounds in ounces in water. So you have to really get used to drinking a lot of water every single day. You have to get used to Ayurvedic preparations of food, cooking things separately. You have to get used to like the fact that you eat sort of carbs and proteins at different times. So it'll be like legumes and rice and vegetables or vegetables and meat. So you're not like you're, you're sort of like splitting up meals that way. But it's really not that hard. And the thing, the big thing that I noticed is you can have roughly the same amount of calories in a day, same amount of food, and you don't feel nearly as weighed down or sick or like full. Like you never get the feeling of like, I'm grossly full from this. I need to lie down for, for a week. I want to do the TB12 method now. Yeah. And I've, I've paired it with a lot more stretching. And I got to wow. say- You feel flyable. I'm, oh, I'm trying to improve my pliability here. And I got to say, I give 
like 52 pumpkins to the TV 12. Wow. No, no, no. Go, go Gumby. We're talking pliability. So go Gumby. Yeah. Uh, 51 Gumbies Ooh, or 52 Gumbies. pumpkins. Um, but like the biggest thing is shockingly sustainable. Like you can pretty much do the TV 12 diet. Well, I guess it's, I should say sustainable while I'm at home and not like seeing other people and not going out and stuff, but currently great diet. And it was a great activity to change, change my lifestyle. Yeah. What you're describing sounds impossible. The amount of Girl Scout cookies I consume in one day alone probably matches Kravitz's total caloric intake on a day's <laughs> worth of TB12 dining. I wish I could. I, I feel like, yeah, that's that's impressive, man. I'm, I'm intrigued. I could try that for like a day and a half and then give up and eat Taco Bell. Billy, what's your review? I was going to review this episode, uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. Save you last? Uh-oh. Save it for last, or you want to review it now? You know. You don't know what Lorenzo and I have for reviews yet. could change your whole review. Mm. Let's put it off then a little bit. I'm Zell? not going to lie. This review, just by your tone, Billy, I don't like the direction it's going to go. Nope. It's gonna oh, make there's still time. Bad. There's nope. still time. Well, if you're feeling down on this episode, let me present to you my review of, wait, where is it? Let me get my notes here. Why are you so bad at multitasking? Well, because there's a lot of tabs. You should you should know this. I have like 20 tabs yeah. open every every day. Uh, and now I have like 21 note tabs. Your desktop is is literally completely full of icons. It's, it's actually correct. one of the most like anxiety-inducing desktops I've ever looked at in my entire life. I know. And considering it comes from the person who has an Excel spreadsheet for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I I, I do. Ready. Okay, so I, 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 the big craze now is docu-series on every streaming platform. Everyone has documentaries now coming out, left and right. Billy, I think the radio show had mentioned something about way too many documentaries out there. I enjoy them, but I do think we're getting to a point where it's way too many of them. Uh, the ones that I recently saw, I saw the Framing Britney one, and I saw the Tiger Woods HBO Max one. Uh, very eye-opening and quite frankly, I don't want my kid to be famous ever, ever, ever. Don't even touch celebrity. What are you reviewing? Um, I'm reviewing the Netflix vanishing, wait, crime scene, the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Has anyone seen this or? Sure haven't. In the trailer. <laughs> so basically there is a four part docuseries called crime scene, the vanishing at Cecil Hotel that explores uh, the death of one 21-year-old Eliza Lamb. Uh, the, the problem with the, the Cecil Hotel, it's this old uh, hotel that's been around since the early 20s. But, of course, numerous uh, things have, have happened at the Cecil. People have jumped out of, out of windows. And uh, the Night Stalker killer uh, set up shop in there. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, something Ramirez. He's an, that's another documentary. Hanley. Not oh, Hanley Ramirez. Good, um, good player. Great Night potential. Never lived up, up to there, it, though, did he? Uh, Just that one year, he had 330. With yeah. Like 30 he, was, he was in the Red Sox system, right? And then he got traded to the Marlins and for he got Josh traded Beckett. back to the Red Sox? Oh, uh, for Josh Beckett. No, he had a stop in between. I think he was – when was he on the Dodgers? That's another he wasn't that he after? That one year on the Dodgers. No, he went from the Marlins to the Dodgers. Then oh, did he? Sox, yeah. He won a batting uh, title on the Marlins, I remember, because yeah. he bought him a, a necklace. I think he hit 342. Yeah. yeah. And the year that he got traded to the Dodgers, the second half of that season, he went bananas hitting yeah. the ball. Well, he was just like mini Manny. Yeah. yeah. Not so many at the end. No, no. Longer, Good, that's what you short. 
definitely long story red, short, red sky, Eliza right? Lamb disappears. But oh. before she All disappears, right. sure. there is we a there is a video that sur- that is released by uh, LAPD of her disappearance, but right before her disappearance. The LAPD, known, that's a connection to Hanley Ramirez right there. Boom. Last Probably known, covered in the last, LA Times. Last sighting of Eliza in an elevator. Need a subscription should for look that. Up, you guys should look up this video because I think the, the, the big... Subscribe uh, the, the, to that theory. What? <laughs> the one big thing, the one big thing, uh, the big takeaway from this movie is that the elevator video is about four minutes and it's the creepiest thing. It's the stuff of nightmares. It's the stuff of, of, of horror movies uh, are made of. Uh, look at look that up. So much so they, they made a horror movie out of it. Well, save your, How they? about that? No, they didn't. Did they? What you're talking aren't, aren't about? You, aren't you reviewing? No, this is a documentary series, not a horror. Oh, movie. right, right, right. You Very know what? Different. I'm done. I'm done. Very different. We didn't do our, my the uh, uh, raster baiting. No, not raster baiting. Uh, <laughs> master rating. I don't even. You guys frazzle me so much. I don't even know my own sentence. Master rating. We did uh, master rating. No, we didn't. No, this whole episode is missing ratings rating. here. I don't even know which one's the top Fast and the Furious movie. Well, what I'm just stunned. Charlie Hume ruins the the freaking uh, random uh, mystery rate. <laughs> no, no, segment. we have a random fan sending one of those in next week. I yeah. give you, I give you We're a review it. of a four part miniseries that, that, that gets crapped on. We don't want to talk Hanley Ramirez. Why don't we look up how, how much Hanley Ramirez is worth in Beckett? Oh, it's actually idea. fun. Actually, this is my. By the way, I looked up that Milton Bradley that rookie card in the time yeah. we were talking. If, I don't know if this will make the podcast. It's only worth four bucks. Wow, oh. actually not a shocker. All right, Billy, how do you rate this episode? Well, can I Trump get my review? Oh, sorry, I, I I'd love to get my bad. review. My yeah, no, Apologies. it's okay. The thing I want to review is the Princeton Review College Book. So, I was hoping we could do a quick lightning review of the school you would have gone to had you not gotten into or chosen to attend the school that you went to. Lorenzo, where would you go to the school if you had not gone to FIU? Wait a minute. So this is a lightning review. Review. Uh, I really, really, really had, I, I, I wanted to apply there and I said, you know, with, a, with my, th- my, mes- my meager 3.1 GPA, I'm not going to get in. I wanted to go to NYU and Columbia, one or the other. Oh, Columbia. Okay. The journalism school there was calling me. Kravitz, what which school would you have gone to? Well, my college process, I applied to Brown early and got, mm. got the hard rejection. Um, and then I uh, was choosing between UVA, Vanderbilt, and Middlebury. And I, so I, I think Middlebury would have been my second choice of the, of the three I got into. Huh. There you go. How about you, Billy? You know, college, the college application process is not something I'm very proud of, or it's not exactly a fond memory. Wait, 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 Billy. How did we have, so we had uh, guidance counselors at, at uh, yeah. that would help us figure out which schools we, were, we wanted to go to. Yeah. And uh, as a first generation college student, I really didn't know all the, the, the things that went into uh, a college uh application yeah and needless to say i I only applied fiu my uh college guidance counselor uh who shall remain nameless was good job a nun in her 80s oh me too Mm. so the way that it worked is you'd you'd have to go and you'd apply obviously early in like the fall for some of these schools right and i did not do that and i was trying to get in by the deadline by the end of like the first semester and by the time I was doing that, a lot of my friends were already getting like rejection letters from some of the schools that I thought like, you know what, 
I'm going to apply to that school. And I ended up not applying to schools because of rejection letters I saw from some of my classmates thinking, you know what, they have better grades or I think they have better grades than I do. I'm not going to get into the thing. I didn't take into account like SAT score or like extracurricular activities or like any of that. I just thought like, I'm only thinking about my grades. And this counselor uh, would flat out tell me, you shouldn't apply there. That's a party school. And I was like, mm, I feel like maybe <laughs> I, should apply, I should apply where I want to apply to. But <laughs> she was very dead set on, you know what? You, no, that's not a good school for you. That's a party school. You shouldn't apply there. So I think that I was going to apply to FSU, Florida State, and I didn't apply there because I saw people getting rejected. And then I ended up applying to FIU and I got in. So I don't, I think like Zoe, I ended up not applying to other places because of a combination of seeing people get rejection letters. And there were party schools. And, and counselors telling me, party no, schools. you can't go there. That's a party school. I, I would have gone to the University of Southern California. Ooh, um, in fact, I, I thought I was I actually, I got in and was going to go there. And I did not think I was going to get into North Carolina. And I got in North Carolina. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to North Carolina now. Billy, I hope you're not going to harshly grade us on all this stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to hear your review, Billy. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm excited. I don't know if that's the right word. So I guess it's time to review. Uh, and I was going to review this episode. And I'm going to... Are we going to do another one of these? I feel like... Uh, Wait, what so. rating system are we grading these on? Well, no, that's no rate. That's, no, that's the first segment. It's different. So we're, are you are you doing like a thumbs up, thumbs down? Are we no, that's it's a review. It's review. It's totally different, though. So. Yeah, oh, it's I see. completely different. So yeah. we're not, we're not uh, giving a score to this here episode. Well, would you give a score on a review? Yeah. Yeah, some do. What would what score would you give this this episode if you were review? This you're is our review. first one. We've been rusty. We've been away for a few months. Um, Please use a pumpkin scale if you could. I don't want to use a pumpkin scale. Uh, I give it. I give it six ZJs. ZJ. Episode killed it. We killed it. No one gets that. I would say this this episode wasn't very good. I would say, you know, came in with some hopes. There was maybe some chatter, some chatter about this episode. Hey, you know what? Maybe this could spin off. Maybe it can get us on podcast. So if you liked it, rate, subscribe, review. You could say, I really like that this could get its own podcast. If you hated it, you could say, you know what? If this gets its own podcast, and I never have to listen to it again on the Mystery Crate. So either way, just say, you know what? I think this deserves its own podcast. I don't know. This was the episode, though, that convinces people, you know what? Spin off. You know what? I think it's the format. It's not us. We're great. Mm. Yeah. I would actually speak higher of the format and the concept than our performances. If I'd say, you know had, what? <laughs> if only we had pre-produced segments where we had some guidance <laughs> that, and that, some... If only we had pre-produced segments that overrode the existing structure that we all talked about and agreed upon coming into the show. If only we had that, that would have made this a lot better. But thankfully we didn't. Master Reading! Master rating. How do you guys think this would have gone if we'd actually just Master sat there rating. and rated every single Fast and the Furious movie and then had Lorenzo tabulate That's the thing. That was his great idea is let's go through nine movies of one franchise and each of you give it your rating. No, it wasn't going to be. So this was the beginning. This was the one to get everyone hyped and excited about Master Rating. 
together and uh and we would go on to other series <laughs> other franchises other like we could do like uh i think i said the three stooges right let's reap let's race the three stooges which one's the best stooge uh which one is the best stooge? gotta get people excited about masturbating together lorenzo you're you're doing your best man listen we're rusty super bowl we are rusty please be nice to us when the important, you no, no. The important thing, guys, we, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be promoting rate, subscribe, review correctly if we we were trying to angle for for good reviews and good ratings. You know what? The spirit of of rate, subscribe, review. If you hate it, be as 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 boisterous as possible, scream it out loud. Hey, you guys really suck. No, don't do that. Don't no, do that. No, no, no. You have to. You have to voice your opinion. That's what the internet's about, Billy Gibb. No. Only give us lots just, of pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. Just use the pumpkin scale because that's the one that we understand. Or the Please. Corona scale. I'm the, I'm the Zach here. I don't think we were that bad. Ooh. How many? How many? Uh, how many pumpkins? Pumpkins or, or crosses? Uh, Toretto crosses. I'm gonna let the listeners decide how many pumpkins. Mm. I missed. Right. I missed the, the fifth member of our ensemble who was much more generous to me. Well, mm. you know. Shout out to Bratman. <laughs> Bratman, we miss you, bud. Brought daddy. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. All right, before we go, Zell, 7th B. <laughs> we have a B. Uh, hold up, I have something maybe in my notes. Um, <laughs> Brad Penny. I miss Lorenzo, Billy. That, that's, what I, that's what I took away from that whole thing is I Do miss you really? Lorenzo. I mean, really? Charlie, both the Charlies are great too, but just... Lorenzo, he's so nice. Oh. He's uh, he, he's something. He's something else. Um, <laughs> I would tell you that I missed him too, but I I hear from him almost daily, like uh, all all the time. And and this is how much Lorenzo loves uh, just the show and like everything that we do. He still is constantly sending me Stugat's ideas and like Stugat should awesome. do this, Stugat should do that. Oh, Stugatz really, this would be great with Stugatz. Oh, I have an idea for this Stugatz segment. Stugatz, and I forgot what the other name was. And I'm like, how would that work? He's like, I'm still working that out, but be a great idea. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'll pass that along. Is, is, is he, so I've never worked with Lorenzo before. I actually know him because uh, when my brother went to ESPN, that was like the first friend that he made was Lorenzo when they were like APs together. Oh, wow. Uh, at, 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 the, at the early door, early doors of ESPN. So I don't know what it's like. To, is, is he just like vomiting ideas all the time? He uh, he's an idea factory, and I would say maybe like twenty percent of them are actually realistic. Not to say that eighty yeah. percent of them are bad ideas, but eighty percent of them are like ideas that we don't have the means to accomplish. <laughs> like we famously told the story about how Lorenzo came up with the idea of lowering Stugatz into the studio Mission Impossible style. <laughs> but good you've idea. been in the studio. It's a good idea. It's a good idea, except the ceiling for the studio is maybe nine feet high. Yeah. It's not like you could almost touch it when you're standing on the ground. Like, so it's impossible to set that up. Like the, the length of cable you would need to do that is like the length of a phone charger. I would think that the pulley <laughs> right. system, yeah. Yeah. the pulley system would probably show up like at his seat for whatever weight it is that it needs to hold. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's stuff like that. He did come up with the, uh, what was the one where Stugatz's stomach was talking? Uh, Stugatz, I think yeah. is what it's called. Like that, he's very proud of that one. So, And by the way, to tie things all together, 
Lucio Banis Dugats' stomach for that, which I'm sure... Look at that! While Lucio was doing uh, that, was that. thinking, wow, I became a professional makeup artist to draw a mouth and eyes on this uh, yeah. somewhat overweight person's stomach. Yeah, you, you get home from work. What'd you do today? Well, I drew a face on Stugats' stomach. Yeah. Stugats waddled over to me shirtless. But also, <laughs> that took that took, if I remember correctly a significant amount of time because he was trying to make it perfect and it's like all right we're coming back from the break we really only needed two dots and like a smiley face <laughs> underneath his belly button that's it we don't need to like blush we don't need any of that stuff it, the, the stomach face does not need dimples it's okay. exactly yeah we're good here. <laughs> goodbye <laughs>